morning and say, Father, I have come with an open heart this morning. Let me experience your move this morning. Let your word impart my life this morning. In the name of Jesus, let your word impart my life this morning. Let there be a move of your spirit in our midst this morning. In the name of Jesus. this morning. Let it be a move of your spirit in the name of Jesus Christ. Let it be a move of your power. Let the ancient world impart us this morning in the name of Jesus.
is the month of remembrance September in the book of Genesis chapter 8 verse 1 the Bible says and God remembered Noah in the book of Genesis chapter 30 verse 22 Genesis chapter 30 verse 22 the Bible says and God remembered Rachel and she conceived in the book of Exodus chapter 2 verse 24 Exodus chapter number 2 verse 24 the Bible says and God heard their groaning and God remembered his covenant with Abraham with Isaac and with Jacob we know it is not in the nature of God to forget things he cannot be too busy that he will forget to attend to our case but when the world and God remembered and God remembered and God remembered keeps coming as God said to God's servant in the house that is destiny sanctuary this month I'm going to remember my people it is not that he has forgotten us but when God remembers what it means is that he is ready to take action on his promises when God remembers it means the set time is come when God remembers it means it is the right time to fulfill his promises so he has said to us in destiny sanctuary that the month of September 2021 is remembrance September maybe there is somebody in your house this morning you thought God has forgotten you you need an assurance of the word of hope this morning that what is actually happening God what is happening when will you remember me time is running out the service is the month of remembrance and it's remaining just two Sundays and nothing has happened the Lord sent me to you this morning he said I should say to you that rejoice is taking action on his promises for your life he said be glad I am taking action on my promises for your life he said those things you have been shedding secret tears on he said I'm fulfilling them very weak in the name of Jesus can we lift up our voice and say father remember me this morning take action on your promises for my life in the name of Jesus take action on your promises for my life oh take action on your promises 
upon our lives this morning. In the name of Jesus. Looking at the life of Noah in the book of Genesis, chapter 7, verse 1, God spoke to him. Said, Get into the ark. And Noah obeyed. He went right in into the ark. Between that book of Genesis chapter 7, that verse 1, up till Genesis chapter 8, verse 15. God never spoke to Noah. It was as if God, what is happening? But in the book of Genesis chapter 8, when God was about to speak to him, the Bible says, and God remembered him. After God remembered him, in chapter 8 verse 15, God now spoke to him again. Have you been praying? You've been reading the scriptures on that particular thing. And no word is coming from the Lord. I'm glad to tell you this morning. He asked me to tell you this morning. That this week, you will hear his voice. On that particular matter. That it seems as if God has been silent all this while. He asked me to tell you, say, son, daughter, I will speak to you in the name of Jesus. We give you praise, Jesus. We exalt your name. Be thou exalted, Lord. Oh. What you alone can do let us experience you this morning in the name of Jesus Christ. Glorify your name this morning. Send help to us, O God. Let thy will be done in Jesus' mighty name. We are praying. Can we please put our hands together for Jesus? Let's put our hands together for Jesus. Oh, he said to do great things this morning. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. It's someone glad in the house this morning. Shout hallelujah. Amen. I want to bless the name of the Lord for this wonderful opportunity to stand in the presence of God's people this morning. And I appreciate my father and my mother in the Lord, Pastor and Pastor Mrs. Jayoba, for this privilege. 
I pray the grace of God upon your life will continue to increase in the name of Jesus Christ. Very briefly this morning, the Lord is still working in our midst. The choir has said it. It's in his character. It's his characteristics to move. So he's moving. Just open your heart this morning. And that is said to do in our individual lives. No force, no power will be able to stop it this morning in the name of Jesus. From Thursday, we've been having the Help Ministries weekend. And today is the grand finale of the weekend. And when we talk about the Help Ministry, it comprises of the choir, the hushers, the prayer champion, and the welfare department. Can we please just put our hands together as we appreciate people, all those in this department. Let's appreciate the choir, let's appreciate the ushers, the intercessors, and the welfare department. I pray the Lord bless them all in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. And for this morning, we've been given a theme to talk to ourselves briefly, to encourage ourselves briefly on. And the theme, the topic for this morning is helping the needy. Helping the needy. Praise God. In Destiny Sanctuary, it's a month of remembrance September. And one thing about remembrance is this. Remembrance don't just happen. If I have never come in contact with someone, if I have not known anybody from ages, there is no way I will remember the person. There is no way the thought of that person can come to my mind. So when we talk about remembrance, remembrance is always triggered by something. And like our Father in the Lord said to us on the first day of this month, he said these things that triggers remembrance are called memorials. When these memorials get up to heaven, then God remembers. He smells it and said, yes, it is time for me to take action on my promise for this my son, for this my daughter. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. I said remembrance doesn't just happen. It doesn't just come. Something triggers it. In the book of Genesis, chapter 7, looking at Noah, what triggers the remembrance of Noah was his obedience to God's word. God gave instruction to him and he obeyed completely. So Noah's obedience triggers his own remembrance. In the book of Esther chapter 6, like the servant of God and minister last Sunday said to us concerning Mordecai, it was the good deeds of Mordecai that triggers his own remembrance. In the book of Genesis chapter 40 and 41, Looking at the life of Joseph. 
It was Joseph's cordial relationship with the butler in the prison. Coupled with the interpretation of dream that triggers his own remembrance. If Joseph has never, never had a contact with the butler, there is no way when the opportunity comes in the palace that the butler will say, oh, now this day I remember my fault. But the cordial relationship, the relationship jo Joseph built between him and the butler triggers his own remembrance. So we have been asked to look at helping the needy this morning. So, helping the needy is one of the memorials that triggers remembrance. As evangelism is the heartbeat of God, so also is helping the needy the heartbeat of God. As evangelism is the heartbeat of God, so also is helping the needy the heartbeat of God. When we carefully look at the book of the Acts of the Apostle, it explains to us, it makes it clear to us why we are children of God. It explains to us our duty and responsibilities and as children of God and as a church as a whole. And this responsibility we are talking about that is expected of us as children of God and as a church as a whole is built on one thing. And that thing is called love. That's so responsibility that God is expecting from us as his children and as a church is built on what we call love. And the love we are being appointed unto is not the love of the world. Why is it not the love of the world? The love of the world is one that takes only. It's just taking. It's just taking. It's never ready or willing to give. That is the love of the world. That is not the love upon which we have been called to carry out this responsibility of helping the needy. The love of the world is exploitative. The love of the world is selfish. The love of the world is transactional. You give me, I give you. 
If you don't give me, I'm not ready to give you. That is the love of the world. But that is not the love upon which we have been called to carry out this responsibility of helping the needy that we are talking about this morning. I want us to know this morning that God has a special heart for the vulnerable and the needy among his people. I said it, I said, as evangelism is the heartbeat of God, so also is helping the needy the heartbeat of God. So he has a special heart for the vulnerable and the needy among his people. And as those who have become partakers of his divine nature. And what is the divine nature of God? That is love. The Bible says God is love. Because God is love. The scripture went ahead further. And says. And the fruit of the spirit is. Is what? Church. The fruit of the spirit is. Is love. It didn't say the fruit of fruits of the spirit are. So every other thing that is in the fruit of the spirit is embedded in what? In love. That is the nature of God. So as children that he has called into his own divine nature. Is expecting us to passionately show out this love to the needy around us. It's expecting us to express this generosity to the needy amongst us. The book of Matthew chapter 25 Verse 34 to 46. Matthew 25, verse 34 to 46. Makes us to know. Give us that confirmation and the assurance that helping the needy is so paramount in the heart of the Father. Because of time, we can't read through that scriptures now. But from that verse 34, he said, and the king said to those at his right hand, he said, that when I was hungry, you gave me food to eat. He said, when I was naked, you gave me clothes to wear. When I was outside and I have nowhere to stay, he said, you provided a place for me. He said, and they asked him and said, Lord, when did we see you and do all this that you are talking about? He said, anytime you do it for the least among my brethren, then you have what? You have done it also to me. So helping the needy is so paramount in the heart of the Father. So if we neglect that, because in that book of Matthew chapter 25, he went ahead and said, he said to those on the left hand side, he said, ah, 
When I was hungry, you never gave me food. When I needed clothes to wear, you never provided one for me. I have no place to stay. I was under the cold of the day outside. You never provided shelter for me. They said, Lord, when did we see you that we didn't do this unto you? And he said to them, he said, as far as you fail to do it to the least among my brethren, say you have not done it unto me. So helping the needy is so paramount in the heart of the father. So that is why Jesus identified caring for the poor and the needy as synonymous to caring for him. He identified caring for the poor and the needy as synonymous to caring for him. You know, there is this normal saying. They normally say, they say, who you help. Praise God. Who you help. So I want us to know this morning that anytime you help the needy, you are helping God. You might think about it and say, does God need my help? He's the help himself. But he said it in his word now. He said, whenever you do it to the least among my brethren, you are doing what? You are doing it also for me. And you know, nothing touches the heart of a man more than what he desires for. Nothing touches the heart of a man more than what he desires for. How do I know this? When Isaac was about to die, the Bible said he called Esau. And he said, go and make a very sin unto me. You know how you do it. That one that I love the most. So that I can do what? So that I can bless you. To cut the story short, we know how Jacob quickly do sharp sharp with the help of the mother and prepare the venison. And at the end of the day, Isaac did what? He blessed Jacob. When Esau came and said, oh, my father, I have brought the venison you requested for. Because he has taken that thing that is our desire. He said, ah, who was the one that came first? He said, I have blessed him. I have released everything upon him. So nothing touches the heart of a man like the thing he desires for. What that means is, we said helping the needy is paramount in the heart of God. So when we meet the needs of the needy, when we help the needy, what are we doing? We are touching the heart of God. We are sending a memorial hope for remembrance. After Noah came down from the ark and he offered a sacrifice unto him, the Bible says, when the smell gets to heaven, what happens? He said, and God delighted 
in that sacrifice and made a covenant with Noah again. Say, be fruitful. Multiply. He said, I bless you. And he said a covenant. He said, I will no longer destroy the heart as I have done. So nothing touches the heart of God than doing that that is paramount in his heart. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. In the book of Luke chapter 10 verse 29 to 37. Luke 10 from verse 29 to 37. The Bible may also know, tells us of the story of the good Samaritan. So the story of the good Samaritan teaches us that anyone in need is our neighbor. That is the scripture. And Galatians chapter 6 verse 10 says, As we have opportunity, we should do good to all people. It went further. He said, especially to those of the household of faith. So helping the needy is paramount in the heart of God. As evangelism is the heartbeat of God, so also is helping the needy the heartbeat of God. And it's telling us for the Elves weekend of this year, 2020, in the Redeemed Christian Church of God, said, I want you to meet that that is paramount in my heart. I want you to help the needy. And this can only be done out of God's love. So when we meet the needs of the needy out of God's love, there are some effects that comes out of it. There are some effects that comes out of helping the needy out of the love of God. Number one thing is, like we have been saying, is that it serves as a memorial for remembrance from God. Helping the needy serves as a memorial for remembrance from God. Number two, it creates a sense of acceptance and belonging in the life and in the heart of the receivers. It creates a sense of acceptance and belonging in the heart of the receivers. Another effect is a lover-inspired giver we never lack. I will say that again. A lover-inspired giver we never lack because there will always be men to stand in the gap to pray for the source of the provision. A lover-inspired giver will never lack because there will always be men to stand in the gap to pray for the source of the provision. Another effect is it makes God pleased with our fellowship. We don't just gather and just eat ourselves. 
But when we share the love of God amidst ourselves, when we cater for the need of the least among the brethren, then God is pleased with our fellowship. And also, giving out of God's love is a tested way of restoring people unto productivity. Giving out of God's love is a tested way of restoring people unto productivity. John chapter 3 verse 16 says, And God did what? And God loved the world and gave. It's as a reason of that giving that mankind is restored back to the original plan of God. So for this Herbs Weekend for this year, loving and giving is not an option for us as children of God. Because that is the foundation of our faith which we confess. Loving and giving is not an option for us as children of God and as a church. It is an imperative. It is a command. It is something that is paramount in the heart of our maker and our father. So God is not just looking for our worship or our engagement in religious activities. He's looking for our love for him. Which we demonstrate through our love for the poor and the needy around us. So let us not forget, I will say it again this morning. I said nothing meets the art, touches the art of a man more than that that he desires for. So helping the needy is paramount among the desires of God. So it's not an option. It is something we must do. That love must just, not just be what we just say with mouth. It must show. We must help the least among the brethren. Shall we please be on our feet this morning? We said helping the needy is paramount in the heart of God. But there are some set of people in the house this morning. There is a first set of the needy that God wants to cater for this morning. That is why if you are in the house this morning and you have never for once surrendered your life to Christ as your personal Lord and Savior. That means you don't have a relationship with him. And I said, remembrance don't just come. Something triggers it. One of the things that triggers remembrance is relationship. 
So if you don't yet have a relationship with God, there is no way September 2021 can be a remembrance September for you. So if you are in the house this morning, you have never for once surrendered your life to Christ. And you want to do so this morning. Can you wave your hands to God? You are in the house this morning, you want to surrender your life to Christ. Can you wave your hands to God this morning? Hallelujah. Okay, that means we are all qualified to pray these two prayers. We want to pray now. I said helping the needy is the heartbeat of God. The first prayer we are going to pray is, Father, fill me afresh with your compassion and your love this morning in the name of Jesus Christ. Let's lift up our voice and pray this morning. Say, Father, fill me afresh with your compassion and your love this morning in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ so that I can do that that is paramount in your heart so that I can meet that need of your heart this morning. Fill me afresh with your compassion and your love in the name of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. In Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. The book of Nehemiah chapter 5 verse 19. Nehemiah chapter 5 verse 19. The NLT version says, it says, remember, oh my God, all that I have done for these people. And bless me for it. Remember, oh my God, all that I have done for these people. And bless me for it. Which people is that verse of the scripture talking about? He said, whenever you do it or the least among my brethren, he said, you are doing what? You are doing it for me. So this last prayer we're going to pray now for this session is of twofold. He said, remember, oh my God, all that I have done for these people. So for the first set of people, if you have been doing what he has requested of you to do, then you say, remember me, oh my God, all that I have been doing for these people. And do what? And bless me. If you have not been doing it, you have heard the word again this morning. So your own prayer will be, remember me, oh my God, all that I will start to do for these people. And bless me for it. So let's say, Father, remember me, oh my God, all that I have done for these people, and bless me for it, in the name of Jesus Christ. Let's lift up our voice and pray this morning, in the mighty name of Jesus. Remember, oh my God, all that I have done for these people, and all that I will begin to do from now to these people, and bless me for it. In the name of Jesus. For in Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. For in Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. It's time for our tithes and offering. <laughs> 